Hi, this is a pilgrim from the year 1621, and you're listening to the Beer Mighty Things podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning into the Beer Mighty Things podcast your place for education and happenings in the craft food and beverage industry. I'm your host, Kyle Reiner. Here, I interview folks around the world who are doing mighty things in these industries. My goal is to entertain, educate, and inspire. If I'm doing those things, give us a five-star rating and a little follow over there on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment if you can. It goes a long way in helping others find the show. And, you know, hey, we appreciate it. This podcast is sponsored by craftbrewinginsurance.com, craftdistillinginsurance.com, and Insuring Wine. Dot online. And with that, let's get into it. Welcome into the Beer Money Things podcast. It's what you listen to while you brew. It's what's in your ears as you drink beers. It's what makes you perky while you eat turkey. You know what I'm saying? Today, I'm your host, and guess what? I'm also your guest, bringing you those Thanksgiving gratitude vibes, a little story about pilgrims, uh, beer pairings, recipes, and uh, not necessarily in that order. So, you know, it's got to keep you on your toes. But first, let me remind you, in wine, there is wisdom. In beer, there is freedom. And in water, there is bacteria. That segues perfectly into my little story here. So, we are exactly 400 years from the first Thanksgiving. And uh, really, because water has a lot of bacteria in it, beer is what the pilgrims had on the boats to stay hydrated and also not get sick. So 400 years ago, those pilgrims are going, hey, what are we going to do with all these empty kegs, man? Because uh, they drank the beer with their big meal. Lots of beer, in fact. Um, I am actually reading uh, an article here from, uh, it's posted from politics, uh, insidesources.com, J. Mark Powell, big shouts. Don't know him, but I'm going to use your material. So I figured I'll give you some credit for you here. He wrote this uh, a couple days ago. All right. So pilgrims drinking beer, got the big meal going on. Um, this is, you know, the, the tradition that got passed down over the years. And why, uh, why doesn't anyone at the table say, you know, pass the, Past the Pabst Blue Ribbon, you know, they say past the turkey, past the gravy. But guess what? We're talking beer, beer at the first Thanksgiving, Pilgrim's Land in Massachusetts. After two months at sea, they were facing severe pressing problems. First, despite having originally set out for Virginia, these guys were off course, man, off course. And guess what? That's how, you know, you have a goal in mind, you get off track a little bit, get off track a little bit, get off track a little bit. You never make it to Virginia. You make it to uh, Cape Cod. So just saying, stay on your path, write down your goals. You know, so they ended up, they wanted to go to Virginia. They were way off course. The trip lasted longer than they expected. Worst of all, they were running low on beer. Very, very low. Each person was issued roughly one gallon of beer every day. And, and this actually included kids too. Uh, I think they might've got a, a lower 
amount, but this is kind of just how they rolled. This was interesting. Um, Although the journey was just a one-way trip for the pilgrims, uh, Captain Christopher Jones and the Mayflower's crew would have to recross the Atlantic to get home, and he worried that there wouldn't be enough to last. That's what I would like. I see the fridge emptying, and I'm like, man, how am I going to get to Cape Cod, you know? So, though they are the key players in the tale of America's founding, pilgrims weren't exactly party animals. Fun is a word that is rarely associated with them. So why did they drink so much of a beverage far more likely to be consumed at a frat party or biker rally than a Baptist convention? Again, I'm reading this. Well, beer, again, as I mentioned, was how they stay hydrated. The water carried on board the Mayflower quickly grew brackish and turned into a health hazard. The brewing process, you know, obviously with our hot water here, kills the dangerous organisms and makes, you know, it made the water in the beer safe to drink. So even when the pilgrims finally came to Massachusetts, they had to be very careful with the water that they found there. So, you know, there weren't water departments back then, you know, purifying your water, you know, brewing was the safest bet. So, you know, in fact, there, there's a theory in human history that the discovery of distilled spirits, heavy on calories, light on dangerous microorganisms was key to the development of modern society. And <laughs> this is funny, forget Homo sapien, we should be honoring Homer Simpson. It's actually uh, the history of the world in six glasses is pretty cool and talks about how distilled spirits came about and rum was a big deal um, when they had, you know, lots of sugar and things like that. Um, a very interesting book, highly recommended. I think I got it for like three bucks on, uh, you know, eBay or Amazon. All right. Well, make no mistake. The pilgrims weren't popping open bottles of O'Doul's non-alcoholic beer. The beers that they downed contained about 6% alcohol. So it was a real deal. As Puritanism spread throughout New England and safe water sources were discovered, beer consumption gradually fell out of favor. Early preachers associated with sin, it wouldn't do to perpetuate its legacy during the annual fall feast. Again, because it was sinful. Beer was quickly and quietly erased from the menu of the first Thanksgiving. Quite a few other items that were served in 1621 aren't consumed at today's Thanksgiving. Not many Americans stuffed themselves with venison, cabbage, peas, wild onions, or boiled cornmeal. All were likely served that first time along with grapes, gooseberries, and plums, and perhaps snozberries. We also know that the very first Thanksgiving was three days. The ample beer supply explains that. I hope you all have an ample beer supply uh, today, this week, um, sharing it with your friends. And actually, uh, they have mentioned that, you know, probably at the first Thanksgiving, the Native Americans would have had a lot of hard cider um, or just apple cider in general because they're living off the land there. So how about them apples? Insert dad joke. All right. So let's talk about what beer to have with the food that you're pairing. All right, so we gave a little bit of history of what's going on out there. Well, let's talk about this. So turkey stuffing mashed potatoes. You're going to eat these babies. When roast turkey stuffing mashed potatoes are on the table, there's always a temptation to help yourself to seconds or thirds, right? Same with your bear. Pairing the turkey uh, with a light-bodied, refreshing beer will keep you feeling satisfied and not too full, right? So they recommend a Pilsner. 
uh, when it comes to the turkey. Um, also, we're looking at saisons because it's a little bit of a sour zip, cleanses the palate between each bite. So turkey stuffing mashed potatoes, we're looking at pilsners and saisons. You got that ham going, the big holiday ham. Lots of beer styles are going to work with this. You can't really go wrong. You know, you can think about, hey, if you have some some smoky slices, you got some Roush beer out there would pair nicely. Um, but also say, you know, maybe you're doing a little bit of a sweet ham. You know, we can look at a wheat beer, a honey beer, or some sort of like fruit beer, you know, kind of like a cherry kind of deal. Um, the sweetness complements the salty brine and a hint of smoke in that nice slab of ham. Root vegetables. Man, I love me some uh, some beets. But... So root vegetables have a, a deep, you know, kind of caramel-like sweetness of brown sugar, maple syrup. You know, when we're pairing all the stuff with the squash, the pumpkin, and all these other root vegetables, you know, a dark ale, brown ale, something that might uh, work, especially, and that, that would be something where I would almost like let that beer warm up a little bit, a couple degrees, six degrees to, you know, capture some of those additional flavors that get hidden when, you know, you have a cold beverage. So squash, pumpkin, fall veggies, you're working with that brown sugar, maple syrup, dark ale, brown ale would work well. Now, pumpkin, everything, right? So you got pumpkin beer, you got pumpkin ales. And the funny thing is that like all of these things are actually spiced with nutmeg and not pumpkin flavors. So, uh, you know, look for beers that are going to have that uh, nutmeg flavor. You know, obviously they're, they're probably all over the shelves or they've been there since, I don't know, August, September now, and they might not even be there anymore. But uh, yeah, definitely take a look at some of those uh, beers. So there's your, there's your history and there's your pairings. Um, I found some awesome recipes that I think uh, you should you should look up and it doesn't have to be Thanksgiving to make those. But uh, we're looking at, I'll give you four, right? You got beer can turkey. That's kind of the obvious one, beer basted turkey. Cool. Uh, Belgian white, Belgian wheat stuffing. All right. Make a stuffing with the Belgian wheat. And you can just kind of Google these. They're out there, but I think that would be phenomenal. A little Belgian white ale stuffing. Uh, IPA and basil mashed potatoes. Look that up. Squash and sprouts tossed in a brown ale vinaigrette. Can't go wrong. And uh, let's top it all off with a side of gratitude. You know, I'm grateful and thankful for all of you listeners out there. It's been so great to see the sharing, uh, the liking. Um, we just, I recently just, this week was the most listened to week of episodes since April, 2021. Um, so, you know, and, and numbers keep going up, but it's just cool to see you know, people sharing it, people say, Hey, this is my favorite podcast. I got other podcasters who reach out and say, Hey, we love what you're doing. So I appreciate you guys. I'm truly grateful. Uh, grateful for my family, grateful for friends, grateful that we have clothing. Um, especially it's been so dang cold, you know, uh, folks are, are affected by natural disasters, you know, so, you know, we have a roof over our head, we have clean water, we have fresh beer, we have, uh, all the food and the fixings. So, you know, person next to you, give them a hug. You know, you're driving in the car, give them a pound and uh, just say, hey, yo, I appreciate you, man, woman, kids, uh, be thankful, be grateful for what we have. Let's not uh, long for what we don't have and what we want. Uh, Bring it home, bring it in, appreciate what you have. Cheers, beer, mighty things. Thank you guys. Have a safe and happy holiday. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. New episode next Tuesday or Wednesday. It depends on, um, you know, if I feel like editing while I'm watching Monday Night Football. So uh, good luck to your fantasy teams. Don't forget to set your lineups. We get that early Thursday football. Again, I'll say it again. Cheers and be your mighty things. 
right, that'll do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. I hope you learned something. I hope you really enjoyed it. And if so, tell a friend, leave that five-star rating I mentioned earlier and comment on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on any platform. Spread it around the world. Let's make it happen. I appreciate y'all. Cheers and beer mighty things.